0: And techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. Gonna have so much fun today. I know I say that every time, and we do, right? We always have fun. I have so much fun talking with my guests, but we're going to be talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is personal branding. And so please join me in welcoming Mila Greek to our program today. Welcome, Mila. How are you? So good
1: on this Friday. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled, honestly.
0: And, oh, you know, we're gonna have such a great conversation, and as I was looking at your information, I'm like, holy schmoly, you are such a wonderful person. And I can't wait to to have a discussion with you. Oh, my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Hope I can live up to that intro. Oh, pff, we we're gonna have a great time. And you're just gonna just blow everybody away with your wit and your wisdom. So let I me tell it. people a little bit about you. And then we'll dive into this. So in a world of instant coaches, consultants, and social media stars, Mila Grigg doesn't simply talk about how to build personal and corporate brands. She's done it. She believes you should speak based upon experience and not opinion. Forged by fire and with 20 years of branding experience, Mila has grown her business, Moda Image and Brand Consulting, brick by brick to be respected as the premier personal and corporate branding group in the US. Each keynote, consulting agreement, and training session is built on content that has been tested, tried, lived, and proven to be true, not simply read about in a book. Brand is the hot topic of the day right now, but Mila has been developing teaching, and talking about it for over 15 years. She coaches executives on how to build personal brand, grow leadership equity, build a personal marketing and social media strategy, increase sales, solidify their image, and understand internal and external communication. She helps them master nonverbal communication, grow the muscle of emotional intelligence, know how to tell their story in person and online, find their why, which is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, ensure they master professional etiquette and strengthen their executive presence. She is also the author of Forged by Fire, where she takes the reader step by step through crafting a personal brand based on core values, discovered purpose, and the incomparable experience that separates you from everyone else. Mila's own story is one of fortitude and redemption, of building an unshakable foundation amid adversity and rising above it to be stronger than ever. Holy schmoly, I can't wait to, to talk with you. This is going to be so much fun. I mean,
1: meet, you're I meet, I, reading it and I'm going,
0: oh, isn't it fun when we hear our own bios? We're like, oh, <laughs> right?
1: I hope I can live up to that, too. So oh. here, here we are.
0: Well, you know, it is about, uh, uh, and we'll talk about this more in, in a second, about that story. Who are we? And what is our personal brand? So, you know, I always like to ask my guests how they got to where they are today. And you definitely have had quite the journey. So tell us a little bit more about how it is that you got to where you are today and discovered that this is your passion in life.
1: Yeah, I mean, gosh, I wish I could go back and say that I had planned it. You know, it would appear so much smarter than I am if I could. But uh it really just if years ago it started. I worked in closets with mm-hmm. executives that I that were really high level executives mm-hmm. at the time. And I heard things that taught me mm-hmm a lot about brand, mm-hmm. even before that NASCAR, right. I was learning about branding. And that mm-hmm. was one of the best branding moments I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through my career and it's still pretty fledgling. And so you mentioned the book Forged by Fire. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that book. That's kind of two part. The first mm-hmm. part is a little bit of my story. And the second mm-hmm. part is branding. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Forged by Fire part, you know, in 2009, mm-hmm. my husband was uh, sent to prison for- 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 Mm fraud, which by any other word is a Ponzi scheme, as you would imagine Mm -hmm. it to be. Mm -hmm. And So I was Mm -hmm. early part of my career still, uh, certainly not the breadwinner by any stretch. Mm -hmm. And here I was. And you were pregnant. pregnant. I was six months pregnant Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I had, you know, four amazing stepkids and there he goes off to federal prison Mm -hmm. and I'm figuring out what the heck am I going to do? Because Mm -hmm. you have to really make fast choices at that time, right? You. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was on fire. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of me so fast. Right. I mean, it was, um, do you stay married? Mm-hmm. Oh, And then it was, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you have these four amazing stepkids. You have uh, one coming and how does that even work? Mm-hmm. And then you're going, well, mm-hmm. I have an entrepreneurial business. I'm certainly not the breadwinner. I am by no stretch what I would consider successful financially mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. and I have to deal with a husband who has now been sent away mm-hmm. and everything that comes with that in the community like how does that work and what do people think and you may not have anything to do with it but then you're associated with it and right. it's just
0: there was definitely so guilt by association mm-hmm.
1: absolutely so the decisions came quickly and that was the beginning of me really understanding what the importance of building a personal brand mm-hmm. that can't get hit mm-hmm. and that can make it through some of the hardest mm-hmm. things that you can go through. Now I don't talk about it though. I, I really do go, that's really hard, but my child having cancer would be harder. I mean, it's, I know this was a huge fire, but right. this was, this is not the fire. Mm-hmm. This is not somebody having to, to have a health crisis mm-hmm. or have a um you know, a, a, a different type mm-hmm. of crisis, this is different. And so I, you know, a lot of the time I, I say this and I'm like, man, I felt like I was on fire, but, Right. Like mm-hmm. it, it. it's hard, but it's not as hard as it could be. So looking back at that time, though, I'm totally overwhelmed. I'm a young woman at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I haven't learned everything that I need to learn yet. And I am just walking step by step. Mm-hmm. And wondering how is this going to work? So mm-hmm. decided to stay married. Uh, one day, just looked up in the sky and said, Lord, if I'm supposed to stay married, help me walk into this prison. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, help me get mm-hmm. into my car. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just knew that I was supposed to stay married mm-hmm. and well, you took I very important back. vows. I did. I did. You know, I, when I married my husband, I made a covenant with the Lord mm-hmm. more so than I made a covenant with him. So God first mm-hmm. him second. And I just thought if, if I know you hate divorce, um, I, and I know that I want to be obedient in this marriage. I know that mm-hmm. you're going to fix it. I know that you're going to walk through this with us, mm-hmm. And I want to be obedient in that, but the caveat to that is, if I hadn't seen remorse, if I hadn't seen right. change, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I hadn't seen him consistently move mm-hmm. forward, uh, I would have been the first one to kill right. him. It's true, mm-hmm. I kid you. But uh, you know, I look back now, and I'm like, we've been together a long time. You're lucky to still be alive, buddy. Like sleep with one eye open, maybe every mm-hmm. once in a while, for sure. But yeah, that was the fire, and I realized mm-hmm. through that fire that brand was so important. Mm-hmm. And I realized even when he came home uh, that that my brand had to sustain more than just building a business, Mm -hmm. more than just being an entrepreneur, it had to sustain a massive hit. Mm -hmm. And so then Mm -hmm. other people started to say, how do you survive that? How do you build Mm -hmm. a brand? How do you stay sane? Mm -hmm. How do you raise your children and how do you start building step-by-step, brick-by-brick, a business that can not only sustain itself, but by world standards be Mm -hmm. a success and then, continue to build a brand that people now want to come to versus run from Mm -hmm. um, when you're under that kind of scrutiny. So that was where I learned the importance of why you need a brand Mm -hmm. and why that will do anything.
0: Right. Right. You know, and it is one of those things where, and you talk about this a great deal in your book and and it's, it's a great book again, it's called forged by fire. And it talks Mm -hmm. about going through step-by-step and creating your personal brand And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this in more detail, but I think so many times people have never even thought about that. They've not done the, who am I, why am I here on earth type of, of thoughts. And unfortunately, when things happen, you know, you, you, you have to go through those. Sometimes people just coast the whole time and, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it, it. You also, it's like, okay, there was so much untapped potential. Um, you yeah. know, and and you know, and and but it's it is, you know, in and you talk in your book about how, you know, we we said, you know, guilty by association, you know, and mm-hmm. and but you know, you you and your husband both said, no, nope, did this, you know. We're going to take responsibility. Oh, yeah. This is not, and yes, it was serious. I mean, you know, he was sentenced to 10 years in a federal prison. Yeah. Now, clearly, this was something. Right. Now, on, you know, you, it, it was, there were certainly other things that people do that you know they I mean you know say he had been you know a murderer eh that probably would have been no not gonna you know not gonna go there yeah. um but right. yeah I mean and, and but we don't want to minimize what he did because you know it, it was that he broke the law and right. he you know he paid what you know he he did what he was supposed to um but at the same point as you said you had to keep going forward. Um, you mentioned in your book that you had to sell your wedding rings in order mm-hmm. to be able to you know pay some of the bills. And I think, yeah, you know, one of the things, and and I discovered this when I got very sick, you find mm-hmm. out very quickly who your friends are and who they yeah. aren't. And it's very surprising, um, you know, some of the people that uh, and I mean, you know, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was really surprised at people who just dropped off the face of the earth, people I had known for years. And I thought, okay, yeah. well, guess that was time for that friendship to end anyway. Yeah, um, you know, and, and then of course the, the, the good thing is when people step up and say, yeah. I'm going to help you. But I think a big part of that is that personal brand, you know, the people who by your side, and the people yeah. who stepped up knew that you were a high quality person, a lot of integrity, all of those various things. and and let's be honest, those who didn't, well fine, yeah didn't didn't need them anyway, right?
1: Yeah. I think that's true. And, you know, I used to be angry and now I just feel bad for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's my angers turned to they must be in pain. Uh, That's a hard place to be Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, when you either don't know how to react Mm -hmm. to someone going through a hard time or you simply Mm -hmm. want to step away from it to separate Mm -hmm. that, separate yourself. I'm a big fan of redemption stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of every single person used in the Bible had an Mm -hmm. issue. And I'm a big fan. I know that the Lord, I mean, I'm sitting here on Good Friday, knowing that the Lord died today to be raised from the Mm -hmm. dead so that we can live Mm -hmm. um, and we can leave our sin at the cross with Mm -hmm. him. And I think a lot of people believe that he died for them who only sin a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, He died for all of us, those who have sinned. There's not a level.
0: (laughs) You don't get to go through a menu and say, okay, that one.
1: That's exactly right. And I think other, certain sins have larger consequences mm-hmm. um, and not all sins or things that people do wrong are splashed across the mm-hmm. newspaper. So mm-hmm. oftentimes, um, you know, people are very judgmental mm-hmm. of, you know, even what Gordon did. I've never minimized it. Um, I've always been there since day one mm-hmm. saying this is what should happen. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of accountability prior mm-hmm. to and even um, but I'm a bigger fan of grace. Mm-hmm. And so the second someone accepts responsibility, right. accountability, mm-hmm. um, I will jump in the mud mm-hmm. with you as fast mm-hmm. as I possibly can mm-hmm. shoes on. But I wasn't that way as much prior, but mm-hmm. I am certainly now and know mm-hmm. that that 1000% is a calling mm-hmm. of mine. And being there for those people who, you know, I heard my pastor say this uh, not long ago, and he said, uh, some people in the church have a really hard time when the wrong people get saved. Mm -hmm. And uh, that for me is, it'll stick with me. Mm -hmm. It'll be a part of the legacy he left in my heart forever, Mm -hmm. for sure. Because I think that some people are like, "Mm, you're too much of a sin. There's not redemption possible for you. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to be with you. I'm like, look, lady, I know what your husband's done. Mm-hmm. And there is there is been going on there. And just because it's in secret right. does not mean that you're oh, worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that mental piece, man, mm-hmm. Um, it used to make me just go, what? Mm-hmm. And now it makes me go, oh, mm-hmm. one, you've probably never lived through anything that's been hard, really mm-hmm. hard. And two, how many good friends do you really have? I have mm-hmm. friends now who right. I think would like, would kill for me. And mm-hmm. I kid about that. But I mean, they're so loyal mm-hmm. Um, they know who we are, they mm-hmm. know who I am, and they know who I've been consistently, and mm-hmm. they love my husband um as he continues to work toward that mm-hmm. redemption. And and I think that's that's the goal. Right. That's the whole goal of right. life to strive mm-hmm. for the
0: price, and that's mm-hmm. where we both are. Right. You know, and that is very much how you develop your personal brand. Um, you yeah. know, your your core values, what is your purpose and the, and all of those. Um and you know and, and you mention this in the book multiple times one of the big keywords is consistency i mean you know yeah. how many times do we see somebody go with the flow <laughs> you know oh that's what we're going to you know we we're, we're going to be this today yeah. or that today um and and it is hard um because we we want to be accepted you know we we want to we want you know especially as a business you know we don't want to say oh you know hmm. and you know, yeah. I, like I, I live in Atlanta and there are clearly some businesses down here that some people don't like for their values. You know, Chick-fil-A is probably one of the ones that, that really comes to mind. Hobby Lobby would be the other one. Um, yeah. And obviously they're both very faith based. They've never yeah. hidden it. I you know I got really annoyed at people who, who were who went, well, we don't understand why Hobby Lobby is faith based. They're closed Sunday folks. That's not just because they want Sunday. I mean, I'm like, did you not understand that? But you know, they never hid it. They always said, yeah. we are faith-based business. And yeah. if you don't want to do business with us, that's fine. You know, they didn't say, okay, we'll open on Sunday for both of them, right? We're we're gonna open on Sunday because we need to make money. Um, you know, and and has it cost them money? Sure. But to them, That's not the most important thing. The important thing was that they stayed consistent to their core values, to their purpose. And and that was, you know, more than anything, you have to, you know, I certainly do respect them for saying, you know, this is is the way it's going to be.
1: Oh, agreed. I think consistency and authenticity are the two things that we Mm -hmm. talk a lot about, but very few businesses do. Mm -hmm. Um, Fortunately for Chick-fil-A, I think they actually do better than McDonald's and someone else combined. There's Mm -hmm. a really great statistic, even Mm -hmm. though they're closed on Sunday. Um, I think the other piece of that is you're not meant to work with everybody and you're certainly not meant to Mm -hmm. be by everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you know. For me, my brand certainly is faith-based. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can say that I've never pushed it on anybody. But I think my consistency and just mm-hmm. how I—if you ask me a personal question—I'll answer it personally. Right. I think that's a huge part of brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people hide it. I think a lot of people hide who they really are, mm-hmm. whether it's their faith or whether it's their humor at work mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. People are hiding more than they are showing mm-hmm. because they're so afraid right. of what the world will say, mm-hmm. particularly on social media mm-hmm. uh, this is a time right now in the personal branding world more than ever mm-hmm. when we have the rise of ai we've mm-hmm. only seen bits and pieces of this and mm-hmm. it's just going to take over in ways that mm-hmm. i think a lot of us hadn't prepared for right. uh, where you will see things you will have no idea if it's human being writing it mm-hmm. or not most right. likely
0: not or in the video me. i mean deep fakes oh, oh my gosh yeah. that's scary
1: isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's you know AI can do a lot of things, but it can't steal your story, right. nor can it live the life and experiences mm-hmm. that you've had. And that's the differentiator. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that personal branding is being able to talk about your mm-hmm. stories, being able to discern, mm-hmm. let other people discern what your mm-hmm. value is, what your, what your core values right. are, and then allow them to find you if they mm-hmm. want that gift. Right. They know mm-hmm. where to come to find mm-hmm. it. So this is just the most perfect time in mm-hmm. the world. More probably than ever, where mm-hmm. storytelling and branding mm-hmm. has now come to just this apex moment mm-hmm. where uh, the world is searching and yearning mm-hmm. for real. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're and if y- you have an opportunity to grab market share as a human or as a business now more than mm-hmm. ever, if you're willing to
0: be authentic. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I'm, I'm a marketing person. And so one of the things I tell people is, you know, you absolutely have to define your niche, your market. It's not mm-hmm. everybody. I love it when people yeah. say, you know, when, you know, if I would say, hey, Mila, who is your perfect client? Anybody? No. Um, you yeah. know, and, and part of that then is is going to eliminate some people for whatever reason. Um, yeah. You know, I remember years ago, I was working with this great group of students in Colorado and um, this one young woman, and I was working with them on their LinkedIn profiles. They were just getting ready to get out of college. So, you know, mm-hmm. how did we get it to, you know, how did we get their profiles where, you uh, future employers, connections, all those were going to go, holy cow, we want to know these people. And so this yeah. one young woman, um, now she didn't, and it was it was interesting because I'm a big supporter of and believer of you should have a professional picture for your LinkedIn picture. Now, that said, if you are the type of person who, you know, you always wear a polo shirt to work, then if you're in your suit and tie, then then the authenticity is, is a little bit different. But anyhow, she had a t-shirt on in her LinkedIn picture. And oh. <coughs> excuse me, it said, proud Muslim. And okay. I, you know, talked to her a little bit afterwards. You know, certainly we'd never talk to her about this in front of everybody. But I said, you understand that there are some people who will look at that nothing Mm -hmm. else and go, I don't want to work with you. And she said, that's all right. I wouldn't want to work with him anyway. And, you know, that just, to me, that was so important in that young woman who was 21-ish years old, who knew exactly who she was and Mm -hmm. who she was going to work with. And, And again, she wasn't going to work with people just to make money. It was, you know, her core value and obviously her faith was, was that was the pinnacle of everything. And that was what drove everything else in her life.
1: Yeah, I get it. I mean, I really do. I do believe the idea that we're not meant to work with everybody. Right. I really do. I think uh, for me, I I, I think I have a different perspective. I want, I want to work with everybody. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, Build brands, right. build brand equity. Mm-hmm. Uh have people know mm-hmm. who I am, know my heart, know mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And then if they ask me the different questions, the harder questions, mm-hmm. the faith-based questions, right. um, I want to be someone that they trust mm-hmm. and that they can come back to mm-hmm. in 10 years and go, hey, you said something 20 years ago, um, and it stuck with me now. Mm-hmm. I want to ask. And I think my I'd I love, I want a brand that anybody can come to. Mm-hmm. Um I do understand that not everybody will. And I think that Mm -hmm. the strongest brands in the world Mm -hmm. are really, really okay with Mm -hmm. that. They really are. And I think also like the Chick-fil-A or the Hobby Lobby, uh, they are who they are and they don't need you to, they don't, they're not forcing it. They just Mm -hmm. are who they are Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's okay. And they Mm -hmm. don't force, they just. I think Chick-fil-A is my favorite because it's like fairy dust comes down when you walk in, especially if you have kids, mm-hmm. because you can go to a clean bathroom and get good food anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh as you're traveling, this is a good, this is a blessing, mm-hmm. but I think that they have the most incredible training and consistency mm-hmm. of any, one Wait. of any business I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Um I think it's just, it's, it's. I don't, I don't know how they do mm-hmm. it. I really, truly think it's very dust. Mm-hmm. I do. And that's the other piece of it too. When you have people who buy into your brand, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. and are the, that loyal, amazing mm-hmm. ambassador who breathes it, mm-hmm. lives it, exudes it, and it becomes a part of them. Mm-hmm. Then I then like they've done, you get real stories that they put into mm-hmm. commercials that they don't have to fake right. or make up. It I love those Chick-fil-A
0: just- commercials, right? One of them was like the one of those, one. The, somebody very close- in, in proximity to us um i was like hey i know that i recognize that mm-hmm. one. way mm-hmm. and then you love it mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah.
1: real as it gets
0: right there right you know and and it's not just religion that that you know people can differentiate you know i i had someone yeah. one time who on uh facebook he was very very much one one side of politics yeah you know and okay that was great you know, wasn't yeah. certainly wasn't everybody's cup of tea. And it doesn't matter which side. I mean, you know, you've you've or you know, there's there's others, but um, he asked me, he said, what do you think about that? And I said, To me, you have to be authentic to yourself. And if being that, you know, supporting that party is so critical to you, and and so you're gonna post about it on Facebook all the time, I said. That's, I said, it, you know, that is you. That's who you have to be. And I said, but mm-hmm. understand there's people who are going to say, nope, not going to work with you. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and it, I mean, you know, to some degree, we have that with sports figures. You know, I loved in the, it, so, you know, I'm from Colorado. You talk about Peyton Manning in your book. You're my friend. Um, you know, and, and, oh. but, but yeah, sports are one of those things where sometimes people are going to go, sorry, you went to the University of whatever, just can't, you know, Michigan State and and Ohio State, or or Michigan and and Ohio State, right? You know, they're probably not going to want to work with each other. But, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, again, we have to know who our people are. And we know that by knowing our core values and our purpose and our why.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I think a lot of us just don't take the time to hear it. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the things. Politics, sports, whatever it is, religion. I think a lot of us have a lot more in common than we think. But mm-hmm. secondarily, a lot of us are yelling on social media. Right. Uh, and the other side isn't listening and we're wondering mm-hmm. why. Right. Like, why don't you hear me? Mm-hmm. I'm right. And you're going, mm-hmm. I don't even... And the other side's going, I don't even know you well enough to know mm-hmm. if I should be listening. To right. And mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. building a personal brand, building a company brand, it takes time. It's brick by brick. It's mm-hmm. consistency throughout. And it's the same messaging. Mm-hmm. And before you start saying things that might bring uh, division, mm-hmm. you if you want to be heard, if you want to be a brand that's loved, liked, whatever it is, mm-hmm. if you want to be a brand that is a thought leader in something, mm-hmm. if you haven't built who you are, mm-hmm. consistency in a way that people know you, no mm-hmm. one's going to even know if you be listened to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I often say, and a friend of mine will say this too. She said, you can't give an opinion here if you haven't had an experience in it. And she's part of a business group. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I mm-hmm. really do want to hear someone mm-hmm. who's walked through it. Mm-hmm. The other side, is not going to listen to you? No one's really going mm-hmm. to listen. No one's going to know how valid your points right. are or the experience that you've mm-hmm. had or the education or the passion, mm-hmm. whatever, if you really haven't taken the time to work that out. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, a story about if you're like, hey, look, I'm the hardest worker in the world. Mm-hmm. You cannot just walk into a room and say, I work harder than all of you, blah.
0: Right. Because we're
1: all going go, uh-huh. <laughs> to go, uh huh. I am. Yes. Or if you're super intelligent, or if you have mm-hmm. amazing AI, or if you go, look, I'm more passionate than anybody here, you have to be able to weave a story in right. about your past, current, present mm-hmm. in a way that looks like you're not mm-hmm. selling or being cheesy. Mm-hmm. And until you've done that, there's a man on I know I'm 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 obviously I vote for one type of political party Mm -hmm. or another. Typically, Um, I can cross, but Mm -hmm. everyone, you know, everyone's fine. But Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all on one side or the other ish. Mm -hmm. There's a man in Nashville who is an amazing executive who typically sits on the other side uh, of the fence when it Mm -hmm. comes to his political party. And when anything happens in the world in politics where I'm going, ooh. Like just now, Tennessee is under a microscope. Mm -hmm.
0: All sorts of stuff going on in Tennessee. Mm
1: -hmm. Lots of stuff going on in Tennessee. Um, And and that's now happened. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. the first thing that I did today. I went to his profile and I thought, what does he have to say about this? Mm -hmm. What are his thoughts? What is his take? Mm -hmm. Because the amount and the level of respect Mm -hmm. that I have for him is beyond anything he's going to say politically Mm -hmm. and i'm going i understand i know his heart i know where he's Mm -hmm. coming from i know what his interests are Mm -hmm. i know what his goals are i know that he is calm collected loving Mm -hmm. um and even in the moments that i disagree ever so slightly like our foundational Mm -hmm. pieces are exactly Mm the same Mm -hmm. so i go to his profile before i go to anyone else's and Mm -hmm. then i kind of mute the rest so Mm -hmm. you have to build
0: right you
1: do he has built that equity Mm -hmm. with me without even trying Mm -hmm. just by simply being himself but he's communicated who he Mm -hmm. has been right he he, has stayed
0: consistent to that
1: yeah he -hmm. should run for mayor so that's where i cross right Mm -hmm. because if he ran for mayor right he is with the party i'm not with Mm -hmm. if i could vote if i lived in national proper and he Mm -hmm. ran for it
0: I'd mm-hmm. be right there. Good. I know
1: who he is. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to listen. So it isn't typically about He's smart politics. enough to not run.
0: Let's put it that way, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, I tell you, I hope I hope he's not smart enough to not run. I want, he needs to. But, you know, I think that's the piece of this. It's more of like, I was watching them this morning as they were talking, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you guys, this this communication issue, mm-hmm. it belies all of the other mm-hmm. ones. Like okay. how people talk to each other, how they're disrespected, how mm-hmm. they're not. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. I sit there Oh my gosh! Can we all go to therapy? That's mm-hmm. what I do. Right,
0: right. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that that we're we're pointing out is the the business owner, the CEO, the president, the whoever is kind of the the face of a business. Yeah. Their personal brand carries over into that business. Um, You know, it doesn't matter if you're Steve Jobs, if you're look at, look at what's going on with Elon Musk. Right. Um, You know, and, and, or, you know, the, the, and I just all of a sudden drew a blank on the the people who own Chick-fil-A. But, but yeah, there, it it does carry through. And so that's why we have to be very careful as those business leaders to, to realize, you know, okay. um, And, and, And it's tricky because especially now if you founded the business, I think that's a little bit different than if you were hired to run it. But at the same point, you know, it's, but I'm also thinking, okay, if you're very different than the core of that business, maybe you shouldn't be working there, Um, you know, and, and, you know, for, for whatever reason, um, you know, but, but it is, you know, the, the, the leader's personal brand carries through and they have to always be conscious of that.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yes, they ha- you have to be conscious of it. And as a leader of a large company, boy, you have to be mm-hmm. even more conscious of it. Right. That is so hard and mm-hmm. leading people um, who are of come from all different backgrounds mm-hmm. and different experiences and how they are raised. And I mean, mm-hmm. your personal brand has to be so like consistently mm-hmm. built over time mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what right. the beliefs are mm-hmm. that people are going to follow you. Mm-hmm. And then that hits the you know, personal brand side of leadership as well. Like that leadership brand, mm-hmm. do people follow you because they want to, do they follow mm-hmm. you because of position? Do they right. follow you because like this man, I talked about earlier, you built the equity where I'll follow mm-hmm. you into a fire. you mm-hmm. be able to get me out. Mm-hmm. of what differences there might be, but yeah, I mean, as an entrepreneur, your brand is going to, uh, be the thing that people mm-hmm. bond with. I mean, oh, it's been 20 years I've had the company, plus um, I've been in the branding world, and my brand is the company brand. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to flip that right. outside of it, mm-hmm. especially one day if you're like, look, I want to sell the company, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But your brand is the most important brand, in particular the first five, 10 years. And mm-hmm. people don't work. There are a million people you could choose to work with mm-hmm. with any type of product or mm-hmm. service. So in today's day and age, if you mm-hmm. haven't shared why people should work with mm-hmm. you, your personal brand right. is so much more important than the product, mm-hmm. the service, the furniture, that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever for, whatever line of bank that you're mm-hmm. in, like the, the banks all have basically the same services and mm-hmm. products, law firms, same services mm-hmm. and products, but it's the keep being. And most mm-hmm. companies miss that because they aren't actually doing, they're not lifting the personal brands of employees, but they're not even showing them how to have them. Right. But as the entrepreneur Nothing's more
0: important. Mm -hmm. Right. But there is a catch-22 because I think so many times what happens is that leader, that business owner, they get so caught up in their business brand that they lose who they are personally. Um, And we were talking about this before the program started. To me, that's why we have LinkedIn. I mean, that is one of the best places where as a professional, you are still your personal brand. Now you're talking about your business, you know, whatever it is in there, but, but it's you, you know, I don't go to somebody's LinkedIn profile to learn about their business and the products that they sell. I go to LinkedIn to learn about them. And some of it is where they go to school. Um, you know, all, all of these other things, but it should never be, you know, cut and paste from their marketing brochure.
1: Oh gosh. No. I mean, I think, no linkedin when we you and i are so on the same page about this oh my gosh i get like crazy about this because linkedin is what google now looks at i mean google right. has now said mm-hmm. linkedin I, if google's a human if linkedin's a person mm-hmm. google has said we believe and mm-hmm. we believe what's on here and the right. more that you are active on linkedin mm-hmm. and have a personal brand mm-hmm. that is sharing on linkedin mm-hmm. um authentically mm-hmm. google is going to push that out right and no other social media channel are they doing that with mm-hmm. right so this is the place to share Mm -hmm. your brand Uh, in the about section, just having a boring
0: marketing template Mm -hmm. or boring words. Mm -hmm. um, My company does yada, 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 blah, blah.
1: (laughs) Like it just, it's, I'm like, you are missing
0: so much opportunity.
1: I mean, you and I are the same. And I think that so many people miss the, miss the mark, but more than that, they don't even know that they are. And their companies are flailing because there isn't anything interesting that brings me Mm -hmm. in. And I'm going, oh, you know, you can put on there uh, a clip about, you know, uh, even a sports team that you like. Mm-hmm.
0: like if right. You can put some personal stuff in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you're allowed to do that. And more importantly, like that should be changed every so often. It cannot be stagnant. You need to right. change it up. You need to mm-hmm. use the right keywords, not mm-hmm. overdo it. But that's the place where you really get to share why you do what you do mm-hmm. in a way where other people go okay, I'd rather mm-hmm. pick this law firm over this law right. firm because mm-hmm. you and being, are somebody mm-hmm. that I relate to. Mm-hmm. And I just feel uh, mm-hmm. like I, I just feel close to already. Mm-hmm. That's the personal piece of this that I think um, people are like very, very worried about AI mm-hmm. um, and what it will do for jobs. Mm-hmm. And I that's what I tell everyone. If you can be more authentic, mm-hmm. even on LinkedIn, not unprofessionally, but mm-hmm really discern the moments right. you can share, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to win and mm-hmm. you will you will capture market share faster mm-hmm. than anybody else.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, people miss so much. You know, what drives me nuts is when I go and A, they don't have a picture or worse, they have their company logo, you know, and or when they have nothing. You know, when people ask me, hey, would you review my profile? I tell them even before I look at it, I can tell you, you need more. Right, you know, because they they never take the time to fill out the sections. You know, in the about section, if they've got a sentence, I'm like, huh. You know, fill out that entire section. Don't just have two or three sentences, Um, you know, with especially with your current work experience, put a lot more there. Um, You know, part of it is why are you on LinkedIn? You know, what is so if if you're in the job market, that's going to be very different than if you were the the entrepreneur. Um, But, you know, take advantage of that free real estate, right? And, and fill out those sections and do it again in an authentic way.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, you're really missing the opportunity for even like the LinkedIn algorithm to work for you, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not putting in the right keywords and you're not giving it enough, just Mm -hmm. words overall, 400 Mm -hmm. or less word about Mm me. um, And like your blogs, and even like if you do a LinkedIn article, I mean, it LinkedIn gives you every opportunity to trend. Right. I have trended so many times Mm -hmm. for leadership, and I'm like, John Maxwell needs to trend, Mm -hmm. you know, for leadership in the region. And here I am. It's like, hey, your article is trending, or Mm your you're you're trending again. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, man, if you if you really know what you're doing, and you use the right keywords, Mm -hmm. and everything like you Mm -hmm. said is filled out to the max, right well done, mm-hmm. um, your brand has a chance mm-hmm. to grow. I, I always tell everybody, LinkedIn is the only thing that works for you while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it truly works right. for you. Mm-hmm. The algorithm's working mm-hmm. for you. It's sending you mm-hmm. and putting your profile in front of others as mm-hmm. they're just scrolling. Mm-hmm. So if you do it right and you're posting at least three times a week, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say three times a day, but I'm being nice. And so right. three times. And we're right? not talking spending,
0: spending hours there, folks.
1: No, mm-hmm. no you can just repost, you can like, you can engage. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take a long time. Mm -hmm. I know that it can be super overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And then even more so people who work at companies are going, Mm -hmm. well, I already have a company. Why should I, Mm -hmm. why do I need to build? And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. talk about the tractor supply CEO, how a lot, and I just looked at his LinkedIn today. I was showing it off essentially Mm -hmm. uh, at a bank. And I'm like, look, Mm -hmm. he actually goes to the locations. Mm -hmm. He takes pictures of the, the, the Mm -hmm. and then he taps them. Mm-hmm. In the post, mm-hmm. and you're going, Well, why should I be in LinkedIn? I'm like, That's mm-hmm. if you're the CEO, if you're on leadership, mm-hmm. first of all, like it, the, there's a there are great statistics on this, but companies that are trusted more are the mm-hmm. ones where their leadership is on social media, mm-hmm. mostly LinkedIn, right? Um, so not mm-hmm. only trust you more, but they can actually bond, you can bond with leadership, mm-hmm. you can bond with employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, there is zero lose in it, mm-hmm. zero lose, right? Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, LinkedIn's algorithms like it when you're more active on there, you know, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, people are like, well, I've got a good profile. I've got my good picture. I've got all of that good stuff, but I don't have time to go there. Well, that's nice. Except when people search LinkedIn is not going to bring up somebody's profile that they haven't touched it in months, years, <laughs> you know, because yeah. LinkedIn wants to connect you with people who are active on it. Right. You know, they're not going to say, Hey, you should, you know, you should connect with this person based on the keywords you put in, um, b- because they might not even go onto LinkedIn and check, um, you know, and, right. and so, yeah, the more active you are, and like you said, it's, it's anything it's liking other people's comments. It's sharing, you know, and, and, and I tell people, don't just say, hi, me the great article comment on it, you know, show that you actually read the post, uh, you know, yes. and, and 15 minutes, I tell people, you know, you're sitting there, you're having your first cup of coffee, do your LinkedIn then, um, you know, it's really not going to take a ton of time, uh, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, it's just, and, and, you know, if you're in a big company, that's where you share content, you know, maybe, you know, you've got a blog post that everybody can, can share, you know, all sorts of things. And then LinkedIn goes, Ooh, we like these people.
1: Yes. I mean, my gosh, yeah. I mean, that's you know, a lot of people in those larger firms or companies, mm-hmm. they even crushed people who mm-hmm. weren't already networking online. Right. I mean, it was, uh, you know, even I, I took a deep breath, and I mean, I've lived through other moments in mm-hmm. the economy, but that one, I thought, oh gosh, mm-hmm. what what now? Like, what mm-hmm. will happen now? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who wanted to move to a different company mm-hmm. just wanted to even make a lateral move, mm-hmm. or even who were going. I haven't ever had the opportunity to network up in my mm-hmm. company, I'm like, well, where's your LinkedIn profile?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how are you not, how are you not linking you with mm-hmm. other people? How are you not watching what right. they're doing? Uh, they were caught flat footed and mm-hmm. that who knows what will happen. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the world is spinning so fast right. we don't even know it's coming next. Mm-hmm. So in order to put that foundation mm-hmm. down so that Google already likes you, so that you're mm-hmm. already capturing market share, the algorithm thinks you're a real person mm-hmm. and not a robot if you don't start doing it now, Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to have to pay to play and it will be so much harder. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I have 25,000-ish followers on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot. I mean, I would love to get up to Mm -hmm. 100,000 ASAP, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that slow, steady Mm -hmm. growth and that consistency Mm -hmm. of output of information and value Mm -hmm. share, not just selling something, but Mm -hmm. actually going, hey, Forbes wrote an article that I Mm -hmm. love or The Economist. Mm -hmm. If you're uh, the financial times if you're yeah. in the money world, whatever it might be, or if there's a book that someone's mm-hmm. written that you think is important. I'm always sharing stuff about mm-hmm. EI. I've shared stuff about Ray Dalio all the time. Mm-hmm. I love his book, Principles. So there are tons of pieces mm-hmm. of that that I'm sharing mm-hmm. and I'm co-branding up. Like Ray mm-hmm. Dalio's done more than mo- most people will ever do. Mm-hmm. But I put him on there so that my brand is then lifted by his right. brand. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you've read that book. Okay. You must mm-hmm. be smart. I mean that's the Mm -hmm. first thing, right? So you can, there's so much that you can do to build equity so Mm -hmm. much faster than in person. Right. And then give someone in your company the ability to go, okay, you went to this school, you follow these people. I really like that you like that book. So do I, Mm -hmm. you have to give people connection points. And if you're not, then you're just missing out on Mm -hmm. money, relationship, Mm -hmm. opportunity,
0: fun, friends, all the things, Mm -hmm. all the things. Right. You know, and it, as you said, it's, it's gotta be consistent. You know, it can't be, I'm going along, I'm going along. Oops, I lost my job <laughs> You know, or I want to change jobs. And then I have to catch up because that's yeah. not the way LinkedIn likes it. They don't go, Oh, all of a sudden you're active. So we're going to, you know, just be yep. there, be there, you know, doing a little bit at a time. And I'm, you know, also my other big pet peeve is when, when it is very clear that someone else is managing someone's LinkedIn page. Um, you know, that's not why you have an assistant that's not, you know, and, and, and you can't hire it done. And I've had people who have said, Hey, you know, we, would you manage our LinkedIn page for us? No. Yeah. You know, it's just, and, and it's funny because you talk about that in your book is there are times where you turn money away because it's just not what's going to happen. And yeah, I can't, I, I could you know, for example, I could not manage your page because I'm not in your head you know i mm-hmm. might know what's important to you all of these various things but i'm you know and and i mean it's it, it, i i have a very simple you know ex, uh, example of this there was one time and this was years ago where i discovered i actually was not friends with somebody or not not connected on face on linkedin with someone who i had known for a long time and so i sent a request to connect and i got the canned response of Hey it's very nice to meet you yada 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 blah 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 and yeah. and I was insulted I I sent an email to her and I said do you really not know who I am I you know you and I have been attending the same networking have been doing all of these various things for many years but I get this LinkedIn request that says that you know it's nice to to virtually meet me or something I mean it was one of those and she responded and she said, Oh, I apologize. My assistant responds to all of those. Oh yeah. And yeah. I said, gotta tell you, not a fan. <laughs> you know? right. And yeah, I mean, it's just again, 15 minutes, it's not gonna be a big deal. And you know, and and you yeah. talk about AI and the fact that we can automate so many things. There are things that should not be automated, folks. <laughs> you know, And responding to oh, yeah. people on LinkedIn is one of those things.
1: It's so hard. I mean, I have to be so transparent mm-hmm. when I started to get hundreds of actual mm-hmm. uh, messages right. a day. Right. I mean, I tried to, I tried mm-hmm. even to have people on my own team mm-hmm. kind of help with that. Mm-hmm. I tried mm-hmm. automatic responses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that um, in order to get to where I am today, I, I mean, I think I failed a ton. So being able to speak from that huge mm-hmm. failure experience, I think you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. It is very, very hard mm-hmm. once you start getting hundreds and mm-hmm. hundreds of messages um, a day. So even if you need to have people who can vet those, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes just, just be honest about it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to vet it. Um, and mm-hmm. now I know that hey, there are I'll get a list sometimes of 30 mm-hmm. people like these are real humans mm-hmm. who you need to respond to. Right. And there are you know 50 sell I'm trying to sell you something I've never met you mm-hmm.
0: don't, yeah don't yeah. Get poof, poof, don't. yeah right get mm-hmm. some help yeah? like get some
1: help however it is you need to get the help mm-hmm. but you're right if a human sends you something mm-hmm. you probably need to try now mm-hmm. again if Gary Vaynerchuk's getting you know thousands a day mm-hmm. it's probably it's barely impossible now oh. so I think it's just it's mm-hmm. so hard right it's so hard well, but as and- much as you can yeah yeah
0: yeah, you know, and and I am fine if I get a response that says this is you know an automated response. okay. yes, you know, i'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, it's kind of like you know when when we go into the chat bots on, say, a website, you know, how can we help you? Yeah, you know it's probably not a real person you're talking to. They've got a bunch of questions and and sometimes I have fun seeing if I can you know mess mess with the little AI brain. But I know, you know, and but what I love is when you finally get to the point where it says, do you need to talk to a human? Okay, because most of the time what you're asking really can be answered by the AI, by the chat bot, because, you know, we get the same questions over and over and over again all of these various things, um, you know, but then there reaches a point where you need to talk to a person. Um, One of my favorite, and I see this on Facebook and every time I see it, I laugh, is the the child who's yelling at the phone. It looks like it's maybe a three-year-old, right? And he's yelling at the phone, real person, (laughs) because he's, you know, and and, and how many times have we done that where we are going through, you know, and, and we've called somebody and we just want to talk to a person. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. and, um, you know, and, and so that's kind of that thing too. And, and, but that comes back to what is your brand? Um, you know, are you that person who, you know, is, is, you know, and there are people who say, I'm going to respond personally to everything. Okay. Then you have to do that. You know, the second I know I got the automated response, I'm turned off um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's there, you know, and, and so I want to talk about your book, you know, because it is, as I was going through it, I mean, it really was such a great workbook, you know, where you can, you just kind of start, um, and so tell us, you know, I, I love, why did you decide to write the book?
1: You know, really, I thought it was a necessity, you know, I do a ton of keynotes and training and Mm -hmm. coaching, and when I leave, they always say, well, hold on a minute, what, what is left? And so, you know, I've created packets mm-hmm. and created exercises, mm-hmm. but they, you know, I've been asked for years mm-hmm. and it was, it was a breaking point moment. I did an insane, insanely large session once. I mean, it was close to a thousand people mm-hmm. and everybody they were like, Hey, we're going to buy a book for everyone on this. And I thought, Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. That would have been great. Mm -hmm. So there was, um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it had been years and I think, you know, part of that too was, um, you know, I do have a story. Mm -hmm. It's certainly not what defines who I am Mm -hmm. as in in general, just in life, Mm -hmm. but it certainly is a huge part of who Mm -hmm. I am. And I, I, I tell, I keynote about the story all the time. I talk about how important integrity is. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand what it is when you have a lapse of integrity Mm -hmm. is a very simplistic way of putting it, Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people want that talk. Banks mm-hmm. want that talk. Financial mm-hmm. institutions right. want that speech. Mm-hmm. So, a piece of that is my God. This is who I am. This mm-hmm. this is the, this is what I've been through. I understand the importance of a strong mm-hmm. brand, so that when you fall, you only fall mm-hmm. as far as your brand lets right. you fall. Southwest had a major issue mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. We had a strong yeah. foundation. People could it not fly
0: at Christmas.
1: <laughs> but they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. They're going to make right. it and they will thrive and they will move mm-hmm. forward. And they did all that they could, hopefully, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening and you hate Southwest, I'm so sorry. I, um, I love Southwest.
0: They- you know, yeah. what, what I loved about it was they came out and they said, we screwed up. We're sorry. Yeah. They didn't blame it's- it on anything else. I mean, yeah, there yeah. were some issues like outdated software and all sorts of things like that. But it it, it it's like we were, were saying before, they owned it. They said, yeah, yes, this this is us, um, you know, because they really couldn't say, well, it was the weather because everybody else was flying. Right. I mean, you know, there were. But but yeah, they said we screwed up and we're going to make it better.
1: Oh, gosh, you're right. You yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that. So that's a perfect example of a personal brand that has a good foundation. Mm-hmm. You make a mistake, you say, I'm sorry, people mm-hmm. move on because right. they know who you are. We're you like, Oh, OK. Man, it is hard to Mm gut from the bottom. I was like, a a good brand is like a um, trampoline. It pushes Mm -hmm. you back up, Mm -hmm. fall face down if you don't have one and you stay there for a Mm -hmm. minute. So there's so many pieces of the why Mm -hmm. I wrote it. And then a lot of people have pieces of the brand. I've realized Mm -hmm. over the past, I would say 15 years, that there are more people who think a brand is just about uh, building yourself up and then Maybe even storytelling, but brand is so much more. It's how you communicate. It's the amount of emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. that you have or don't have. And are you growing Mm -hmm. it? And then it's, are you still learning? Mm -hmm. Do you study leadership if you want to be a leader? There's so many pieces. So all of that, I wanted to put into one book. Mm -hmm. And then in the book, it's, you know, really divided into chapters and pieces. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty easy to read. That was mm-hmm. the whole goal. And then in the chapters, you have books that I've recommended. So mm-hmm. if you go, look, I dress really well, mm-hmm. but I'm, I need I need a little more communication. Or I mm-hmm. need a little negotiation. Or mm-hmm. I need a little more Wait. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Here's the book. That, mm-hmm. The whole book. Mm-hmm. Is just about that. And mm-hmm. this is the resource that I found that works the best. Right. So it, I wanted it to be workbook style, mm-hmm. um, hopefully with a workbook coming soon as well to kind of go mm-hmm. along with it and then really send people to where they needed to go mm-hmm. for more learning if they needed. Right, right.
0: You know, and it is, uh, you know, one of the things that, that you point out is everybody, and I love this chapter in there, um, and you talk about it several places, everybody can be a leader. And that is very different in many cases than the president, the CEO, you know, all of those things. And I think that's one of the things that people get caught up in is the thinking they're one and the same. The CEO is the leader of the company. Now, they should be, but they're not always, yeah. um, you know, and 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 it's it's always interesting when you look at companies and and they're not one and the same. You know, you've got the the person who is I hate to say figurehead, but that kind of is it. And then somebody else is actually who's you know who the employees are following. Um, you know, and and uh, we see it in in a lot of like in volunteer groups where you've got you know the person who's the chair of the group, but there's the you know the whoever who's actually the person who's running it because they've got those great leadership skills that people want to follow them.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the most important piece is to lead to know how to lead in a circle. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure Maxwell wrote a book about this. The idea that as a leader, even a new new person inside of a company, you can lead up or Mm -hmm. laterally. Right. Uh, I've seen some of the poorest leaders who are the actual presidents Mm -hmm. and CEOs. Uh, And then it's the number two, number three, or it's Mm the hire that somehow doesn't have the equity yet to be heard, mm-hmm. but my gosh, they're starting to lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the biggest piece. And you can be a leader in any position. right? Um, and you can certainly exude leadership qualities mm-hmm. in any position. And I think the piece that companies miss the most is not sharing with others what leadership mm-hmm. is. You know, I've always gone. And allowing them, them to be leaders. Yes. Allowing them, building them, giving mm-hmm. them the definition. Mm-hmm. Um the piece that I think a lot of companies miss mm-hmm. and I've met you know I have this really interesting job where at times I'll go into an office and say uh what do your what are your what does your staff what do your mm-hmm. team think about you mm-hmm. here, oh they love me they'll follow me anywhere blah 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 and then mm-hmm. I talk to their staff and they're like really no. you don't like them?
0: <laughs> I'm here because oh. I get paid <laughs>
1: You got it. And then it's my job to go. Nobody likes you, but we're going to work on it together. Right. And mm-hmm. that's that's probably the hardest piece: that honesty of actually mm-hmm. knowing what people really think. Mm-hmm. That's what's key,
0: right? Yeah, you know, and and it is. It's it's a challenge, um, because you know, especially when you're the person in charge, you yeah. think I have to be a certain way. You know, I have to be the you know the the disciplinarian. I can't let people see the real me. I can't let people see that they're that I might um have challenges that I might question things, you know people because they won't respect me. Well of course, the opposite is true. When they show that they're human, that's when people mm-hmm. are like, okay, this is who I will follow into fire. Oh, sure.
1: I mean, the people who have failed the worst are sometimes the greatest leaders mm-hmm. um they most. Uh, the biggest mistakes can be the greatest, you know, uh, greatest Mm -hmm. stepping stones that they stand on moving forward. I think at the end of the day, leadership is influence. Mm -hmm. And if you have the ability to influence others, to help themselves, to help Mm -hmm. the company, and if you know someone's why, why they do what they do, why they go to Mm -hmm. work every day. And like John Maxwell often says, you can't lead those people and call yourself a leader if you don't love them. Mm -hmm. It is hard sometimes to love the people Mm -hmm. that you lead and to love all that you lead. But if you truly know why they're there, what they're doing there, where Mm -hmm. they're going, you have the ability to influence in Mm -hmm. any direction, Mm -hmm. Um, even Mm -hmm. if it's firing somebody and saying this is for your own good. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's really, really important. The biggest piece companies miss is building the equity first. Though Uh, Most people try to lead without equity and that fails every single
0: time. Right. Or they try to lead with fear, with all sorts of other things. and you know, it works for a while. Mm-hmm. But then it then it stops. Well, oh my gosh, Agreed. Mila. I still have so many things that I want to ask you. Um, and we we're just, so you awesome. know, we've only got a couple minutes left. So that just means we have to have you on again because I think this is a great discussion. Um, and I think especially as you know, we're out of the pandemic and people are trying to figure out where do we go from here? You know, what do we right. do if something happens again? I mean, right? That's the the next thing is we're like, you know, what what if because you know, that there, you know, there, there could be something that happens again from a variety sure. of, of different ways, but we'll, we'll definitely have you on again, but tell us how do people find you and what are the services that you provide?
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking. That's so nice. I think a lot, so many people don't, and I just love that. Um, just, the website I think is the easiest way. Obviously I'm all over social, but mm-hmm. website's modaimageconsulting.com. And from there, you can find me anywhere. Link in with me. I'd love to. Um, What I do, gosh, you know, work with people, help them with their personal brand, and then help companies. We do consulting on every type of social marketing, branding. So really brand consulting. Teaching marketing teams has been the favorite thing that I've done over the past, gosh, I would say since 2017 forward, Mm -hmm. actually stepping in and going, hey, are you guys... Marketing for the current year, and if Mm -hmm. you're not, let's get you up to Mm snuff because there isn't always a marketer above you Mm -hmm. uh, who is, you know, helping you. Once you get to the top, you really do have to keep learning. So that's been such a fun part of what I've done.
0: I bet I love it. I love it. You know, and and obviously your book is is a fabulous resource and probably Mm -hmm. a good starting point for many people. You know, and 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 even if you think you've got a great personal brand, folks go through it, you know, because you're probably missing some things or you can uh, make some things better, um, you know, and and so by reading Mila's book, I think that's going to be a fabulous resource.
1: Deb, thank you. That's so nice. You have no idea. I appreciate you so, so much.
0: Well, this has been great fun. And like I said, we'll have to have you on again, because there's so many things we didn't even talk about. Um, But until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with?
1: Gosh, you don't know, say this, you know, working over the years, I've worked with people and many times we'll talk about core values and purpose and I have heard more times than I would like to admit I don't think I have one. Um, or I don't think I have a gift or a gifting. and I and I that makes me so sad uh, because you were created for a purpose, you have a gift. you have a purpose that you just haven't maybe seen yet. Um, and for those of you that have failed, uh, repeatedly, good for you. Join the failure club; it is a great place to be. I want you to start using those failures as the stepping stone to getting to what your purpose actually is. You've got a gift in this that, in this world, that nobody else has. You do something better than anyone else. Find what it is. Fail a ton. It's never too late to start over. It's never too late to build a brand, and it's never too late to get to the purpose you were created for.
0: I love it. So much fun, and I can't wait to talk with you again. I'm Deb Creer. I've been talking with Mila Grigg, who is the author of Forged by Fire. And until next one, and until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network.